This podcast replay, it's brought to you by Nature B. Hey, it's Big O in a virus-filled world. Boost your immune system the way I have for 20 years. Two capsules a day, sustained energy all day long. Order at naturebee.com and use my code Big O for free shipping. Naturebee.com. Right, all right, all right. I wonder if we have anything to talk about today, Andy. Do we have anything? <laughs> Uh, Big O, what, what timing? What amazing timing. Uh, free agency opens like as I come on. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we're still waiting to hear on Aaron Rodgers. We are no longer waiting to hear on what the Bears do with the number one overall pick. That was a thrill. Um, that's exciting. Oh, they, got, they, got, they got a shit ton, bro. Holy man, they got a haul. They got a haul. Um, that was amazing, right? Like DJ Moore was my target for the Bears, and I wasn't really sure that Carolina would would ever move him to any team. Um, I, I just they're think he's a wonderful. They're so desperate for a QB. I think bro. he's. A, I think he's a wonderful player who's never had a quarterback. Didn't have a quarterback in college, right? Like you look at what he was dealing with his final his final season at Maryland, and it was just a rogues gallery that got worse throughout the season. Um, best quarterback, the maybe. Problem is, the, the problem is the other Tua, the other Tua had not gotten there yet. That's that. That was the issue right. there. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, just a just a, an incredible haul for the Bears. I mean, DJ Moore and a pick would have seemed like a lot to me, and then DJ Moore and like multiple first rounders is just crazy. It is, it is a, it is winning the lottery. Um, uh, so yeah. my my team certainly has no excuse, and they've done at least one good thing. Well, well, two, two, because they decided to keep Justin, which right, just just thinking about moving him, it's like I want to choke you. Like you know, you you guys have had no quarterback in decades. Come on, the last time you had him is his name is McMahon, and his you, career was shortened by George Martin. I mean, Jesus. There's Christ. no reason you would know this, but the the Bears, um, the Bears' single season passing record is one of the most hilarious things. It's one of the most hilarious marks in sports. It's like. It's like 3,830 yards or something like that. Eric Kramer has it. It's not even close to 4,000. Like we see, we see 10, 12 guys a year now top 4,000 yards. It's not even a, it's not even a plateau. Like it's not even worth talking about, right? The Bears have never had it. Bears, the Bears have been in existence for a century, Big O. They have never had a 4,000 yard pass or anything close to it. My best friend, unfortunately, no, no longer with us, was a monster Bears fan and. His misery was constant, you know, because of the lack of quarterback and all that. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I know it firsthand from uh, listening to him all the time. All right. Uh, your thoughts on on the move of Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins for a cup of tea? <laughs> yeah, it's um... – I, obviously, obviously, the price paid is just is just not significant. It is as I as I heard you say coming in, it is a sign that you know pl- like players want to be here. I guess that's the the first thing. If I were a Dolphins fan, that's the first thing that I would really latch onto is is the idea that he has been hoping for a move to to the Dolphins. Right? That you are I, a, you are Vic a Fangio was going to go wherever he wanted. He was mm-hmm. going to get paid the same money wherever he wanted to go. It's not like the 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 people that own a Walmart are struggling for money in Denver, okay? Right. You know what I'm saying? And he could have gone with Sean Payton back there, even with a different, you know, uh, people uh, running the front office and everything. As Payton would have was running the show, so he I know it was uncomfortable, but he could have gone back there or a couple of other places, and he chose to go to Miami. So and Daryl Bevel had a chance to be you know an offensive coordinator somewhere else, and he chose to stay in Miami and coach Tua, 
so there are several examples already this off season. That yeah, people- that that to me is is just the most encouraging thing that you are you remain a destination uh for potential free agents and for for you know anybody who's trying to force a trade thing things like that um that that is really exciting ramsey himself i like you obviously at his best a great player he's a little bit of like you know shut down or touchdown you know uh uh he's got a little bit of that to his game um we did it's not like we've never seen him give up some big plays um but I, you know, can he can he fit what Vic Fangio wants to do? I I certainly think so. He's still, I don't know. There aren't there aren't 15 cornerbacks in in my opinion who are better than Jalen Ramsey. So it's a it's a great addition. Um, it is one of the hardest positions to fill in the NFL. There are not, you know, there are simply not enough great corners to go around to 32 teams, right? And and you got one. You got a potential difference maker. He's not, you know, he's not necessarily on the downside. Again, a little bit of a risk taker. Um, but I, it's, it's just a wonderful addition that comes at a, a, at a very, at a very modest cost. You can, you want to join us for practice, uh, Ramsey and X versus Waddle and Tyreek. Oh my gosh. A lot of fun, baby. A lot yeah, what of a fun. Scene. I, I just can't wait for training camp. I just want to, I just want to go to training camp every day to just watch those four go up against each other all the time. That's and and Tua also gets a really good workout because you're facing two of the best corners. Right? In the- no, it's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah, you know? the um just for the just for the shit talking alone between like we're talking about some guys who will get in each other's faces, right? Like oh, Ramsey yeah. and, and Tyreek going going head to head. That that's going to be super fun. And it's one of those like just iron sharpens iron situations too, as you say. And by the way, you know, it's a funny part. Now you brought that up. I didn't even think about that. Ramsey and Tyreek talk a lot of shit. Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Waddle and X are completely the polar opposites. Yeah. No, they don't talk shit. They don't, they're super quiet. They're just playmakers. They just play. Right. They don't, X is not a guy that runs his mouth at all. Like he doesn't say much, dude. Like he'll tell you two word answers in interviews. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Waddle Ram- Ramsey will talk after he gets beat. Like Ram- Ramsey is talking all game. Ramsey is but Ramsey is I'm in your ear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's funny that you just mentioned that. I did not realize that 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 two of the two two of them are as you know as talkative as it gets, and then the other two are you know complete introverts. Yeah, Actually. we're we're gonna we're gonna see some incredible um, camp highlights uh, from yeah. from these battles. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's a it's an yeah. just an obviously great addition. Yeah. Um. Your thoughts on the Dolphins picking up Tua Tungavailoa's fifth year option? Sure. Kind of a kind of a no brainer. Um. You don't want to you know, geez, you don't want to put yourself in the in the Giants situation with Daniel Jones, I suppose. Um, on the on the open market um you, you know it, only it, difference it, is if 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 Tua balls out he's worth the money right right <laughs> right um it's you know like it's a, a bit of a value i mean i i think everybody at this point sees what what quarterbacks are are going for with the with the cap where it is like well, I, try, gonna... I try to tell people you know years ago and i'm talking about years ago now cuz it was maybe seven years ago now at this point or six years ago, uh, maybe seven, maybe eight, they gave Ryan Tannehill a $17 million contract. And we were all freaking out because that was the going rate at that time. 
And if you wanted to keep him and name him your franchise guy, which I was baffled, but whatever they had to, they had to pay him. So we're talking about a $22 million contract years later for a guy that's way better than Ryan anyway. So really, if you if you want to put it in yeah. perspective, it's really not a lot, actually. But we're, you know, look, look at what Geno Smith just got paid. Um, that, guy, that guy had been a punchline for a decade, right? Like it only takes, apparently it only takes one season to become like a 30 or $40 million quarterback. Um, I, w- I will again raise the idea, and we've never seen a team fully implement it. I don't know if we ever will, but there has to be some merit to the idea that, um, you know, we're just always going to bring in new quarterbacks and we're never going to pay a guy $40 million, right? Like it's, it's such a significant percentage of your salary cap. Like the Giants are giving Daniel Jones so much as a percentage of the cap and he's fun. Like he's, he's good. He's fun. I just, I just don't know at that level of quarterback. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, in, in my was, in my view, if, you, they if were, you're going to take in a, a rock and hard place, Andy, that's the thing. It wasn't just Daniel Jones. They were pressured because they were going to lose Saquon Barkley. And because if you tag Daniel Jones because you couldn't come to a deal with him, then you were going to lose Saquon Barkley. So it was almost like a a forced deal with Daniel Jones so we can then tag Saquon Barkley because well, I'll just, we I'll just say better we to have the quarterback than give the running back a multi-year deal who has also been injury prone also. So it was kind of like they were pressured on wanting to keep both because they felt they needed both elements to move on with the offense. I hear that. It's just, we're in an off season in which there happen to be a number of competent quarterbacks who are available. Not, not, I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm not talking about guys who are stars. I'm not even talking about Lamar. Derek Carr. I would have signed Derek Carr. Yes. Just this Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo level of player. Like those guys are available to you. And, and you don't like, okay, maybe it's different with Derek Carr, but you don't necessarily have to go $40 million on them, right? You don't necessarily have to throw this much money and this this great a slice of the salary cap at them. And there's a whole bunch of running backs available too. And it's a good, it's a good rookie class for running backs. I think people have already wrapped their head around the idea that with, with rare exceptions, we probably don't want to go to the second contract on a whole bunch of running backs unless it's a team friendly deal. And I, I, I can make the same case at quarterback, right? Like I don't want to lock up that kind of percentage of my cap on a quarterback who I think is merely, you know, I, I, like, I think he's top 20, but I, do I put him in the, in the class of player that's, you know, top five in the league? I can win a Super Bowl with that guy. I don't, I don't know if he's there for me. No, I'm, I'm with you there. That's, I said it a couple of weeks ago that if I'm the Giants, I'm trying to sign Derek Carr instead of Daniel Jones. You know, I'd rather give him that contract that you gave Daniel Jones. I'd rather give it to, to Derek Carr instead. I'll take my chances instead with Derek. I, I like what I actually think you can win with Derek Carr. I really do. I think yeah. if you got well, a it's good- happened. We've seen it. Like we're just a year removed from the Raiders um having a chance to beat the team that eventually went to the Super Bowl, like in the wild card round. Like they they had a play um to to force an overtime against the Bengals just a couple years ago. And Carr had a fantastic season that we've all forgotten about. But um, yeah, like he's he's you're, he's good enough to win playoff games. That can happen. Yeah, I'm with you, Rogers. Where does he end up? I I mean it. 
it, it would just it would just be so weird if he goes back to the Packers at this point. I mean, they, they, oh, like God. you know, this is this is multiple off seasons now where we've gone through this drama. By the way, I liked it more when when there was an actual like television game show involved in the free agency battle for Aaron Rodgers. That is that will always be one of my favorite NFL storylines. Um, I, I think it's the Jets. The Jets are a, an excellent landing spot. Again, we talked about this last week. I just think it's I think it's weird for him to to follow the Brett Favre path this closely. Um, but um, it's it's a great landing spot. And uh, as we also mentioned before, I just think the world of Garrett Wilson and I was I severely underrated him coming into the draft. He was he was phenomenal. Absolute revelation. He was um he was open so often on routes where they didn't hit him last year too. Like there's, there's whole new levels to unlock in Garrett Wilson. I think he can be a top five receiver in, in his best years in the NFL, like for fantasy purposes. So um, for, for his sake alone, I, I think it would be really fun for Aaron Rodgers to go to the jets. I, I have to view that as the best possible destination for him among the, you know, among the likely candidates to make a move for Aaron Rodgers. So I hope it just wraps up soon. I hope it wraps up while we're talking about this because Rogers dragging that thing on for days and days is just going to be an unnecessary distraction. Yeah. And, and at one point or another, if you're, if you're the jets, you have to, you have to move on and you need to go find somebody else. You can't keep hanging on. There's already a report that the Raiders and the Texans are going after Garoppolo, and then the Jets yeah. also could go after Garoppolo if they don't hear from Aaron Rodgers. That, that's just and, the thing. This isn't like NBA free agency where like KD or LeBron has to make up their mind and everything freezes until they do. This is like all the other teams that are not in on Aaron Rodgers are moving on, and the, the game of musical chairs is going to get played out, and then you're still waiting on a guy who might decide not to come to your franchise. You can't do it. You've got to You've got to pull the trigger on another guy if if Aaron Rodgers thinks that he can just take a week. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, what are you working on over at Sports Grill so folks can check you out, my friend? My goodness, we have so much fantasy baseball going on at Yahoo right now, but also, um, but but also we've got uh, you, you know we're keeping the the football pod going, so we've got the Yahoo Fantasy Football Forecast hosted by Matt Harmon featuring all of us at various points. And we're going to be doing multiple episodes focusing on free agency. So there's a lot of football content out there for you. All right. And follow him on Twitter at Andy Barons. Andy, as always, thank you for joining us, my man. Appreciate you immensely. Appreciate it, Big O. Thanks. Got it. There you go. The great Andy Barons getting it done, just like Sports Grill gets it done also. Uh, every Wednesday, by the way, you can join them at 7 o'clock at their South Miami location. They've got trivia night going on uh, there at Sports Grill. And if you haven't been to that one, that one's at 1559 Sunset Drive. Beautiful Sports Grill there. They got all kinds. Remember that you can now take home your uh, sauces, your Sports Grill sauces. You can do that, too. It's a beautiful thing. So check it out. Uh, If you like the Dale sauce, you like the Miami Heat. They've got them, and you can take them home with you. And and bring me some special grilled wings, too, while you're at it, because it's a beautiful thing. Uh, by the way, um, the uh, sports grill was given out $100 uh, during March Madness. So you can also uh, get in on it, and uh, you might be able to win yourself some money. they got some some different games going on at sports grill. And they also have all kinds of different um, specials going on throughout the week. So you could take advantage. 
Check out the locations. They've got eight great locations. Go to sportsgrill.com. Today is the $7 single smash burger. Uh, Tuesdays, it's $2 tacos, chicken, beef, or fish. And on Wednesdays, the kids eat free with the purchase of an adult entree. Sportsgrill.com. Check it out, baby. That's your Sports Grill Miami Dolphins and NFL report. This has been the SportsGrill.com Dolphins and NFL Draft Report with Yahoo Sports' Andy Barons. Cheer on your favorite South Florida sports team at SportsGrill.com. With eight great locations, go to SportsGrill.com and find a slice of sports. All right, all right, all right. Uh, George Bangi uh, sends me a tweet from Bitcoin Magazine. It says, the IMF has warned G20 that widespread Bitcoin and crypto use could cause banks to lose deposits. No shit. No shit. Maybe if you guys stop mishandling all our money, you wouldn't have to go through this. That's all I can say. Bitcoin holding strong, baby, at 24000 Adam Schefter reporting. Austin Eckler is requesting requ- requesting permission to speak with other teams about a, a potential trade after preliminary talks with the team aimed at a contract extension did not progress. His agent Cameron Weiss told ESPN, "The Chargers cheap. Good luck, Justin Herbert. What you got, Sean? You got some for me? What you finna have?" Is that what you were going to say? Is that it there? Okay. All right. Good stuff. I think we have some super chats that came in. I have not seen them. Here we go. Uh, Knight, uh, could you ask if this brings up Miami Super Bowl odds? Uh, I'm sure it did a little bit. Let's wait till everything is uh, is is done. Uh, Hunter Butler says, you re-sign X if he has 10 interception kind of year or nay. Hunter, he's already under contract. It's you're getting out of the contract if he doesn't have a good year. If he has a good year, you can decide to keep him or you can move on if you still think that it's not worth it. But you'll move, you'll, you'll get it done one way or another. Uh, if our DBs can hold coverage for an extra half second, think about how much that helps the pass rush. And if the pass rush can get there a half a second early, uh, what can that do for the secondary? Listen, Jason, the problem was last year, everybody was injured. Brandon went out eventually with an injury. You never saw Byron Jones. Nick Needham went down. Trill Williams went down. And then X was, I don't know what the hell was wrong with X, but there's no, there's no way X was healthy last year. No freaking way. I haven't heard about a surgery or anything. They haven't reported anything. Maybe he had something and we won't find out about it. I don't know. I have no idea. You know, this kind of stuff, they, who knows? But what I will tell you is he wasn't himself. And you know that, and I know that. So if he can get back to being himself, that'll be enormous. Tyreek Hill won a 60 meters race at the USA TF Masters Indoor Championships. He ran a 60-meter race in 6.7 seconds, and he blew away the the competition. You know, when I first saw it on Twitter, 
I thought he was just racing a couple dudes. And then I find out this is like a legitimate race with like people that are like real track stars and all that. And he is running those fools off the field by miles. Wow, that was impressive, dude. I can't show you the replay because I'm sure they're going to tag us if we do that. But I will give uh, Tyreek uh, some love. He he was having fun on Twitter about practice. Practice going to be crazy now, he puts on Twitter. <laughs> with uh, with uh, Jalen signing here. It's pretty cool. Gotta love it. Tyree kills a trip, man. He's a fun dude. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Hill and Waddle versus Exton Ramsey. That, I mean, you're gonna be dying to go to practice. We're talking about practice. Let, let's talk about practice. Practice is going to be fun as hell. The whatever it is, 12, 13, 14 practices that they have open to the public. I don't know how many it is. It's not a ton. You're going to want to go as many times as you possibly can. We get to watch Tua sling the ball. We get to watch Waddle and Tyreek do their thing. And then we watch Jalen and X challenging those guys. I, 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 I can't wait. That's just going to be fun. There's nothing monotonous about that. I mean, the Dolphins can charge for practice this year and people will pay for it. And they should, by the way, they should charge a dollar for practice, right? One that'll force people to run it up here because they just paid even just for a dollar in their minds. Well, I paid, I'm going to go. And they won't skip. And then that dollar goes to charity. I think that's what the, the Dolphins should do. They don't get any of the money. Just send it to one of their charities. And I think people will, will give up the dollar with no problem to go to practice. That'll be a lot of fun, dude. It's going to be awesome. I got to tell you. To, to, the, the, I, I think the, um, the attack on the computers to get the those passes, woo, doggy. When they the, the second they open that thing up, it is going to sell out so quick. This is going to be one of the most heavily attended practices ever, ever. Because this is your chance to go. You're not seeing them during the preseason much, and 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 during the regular season, you'll never get to see Ramsey and X against Hill and Waddle. The only time you get to see two of the best receivers in the league and two of the best corners in the league going up against each other is right here in practice uh, in, for the Miami Dolphins. So you got to go to Miami Gardens so you can watch two of the best receivers and two of the best corners in the NFL go against each other every day in practice. Must see TV, must be at practice. Awesome. Awesome. So cool. We're going to we're going to talk about a fun practice. What else do we have going on uh, locally? 
Uh, Magic beat Orlando. I mean, Orlando beat uh, Miami 126-114 in overtime on Saturday. Jimmy Butler, God bless him, played his ass off like he always does. Hit a hell of a shot, a three-pointer that he normally doesn't hit more often than not. But in clutch moments, he has a tendency of at least having a slightly higher percentage, I think, in in those moments. 38 points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal. The big shot to send it into overtime, but no gas in the tank. Bam, I don't know what's happened to him. 14 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Not good enough. Gabe sucked from three-point range. Hero sucked from three-point range. Lowry did hit three of six from three-point range, 12 points, but he did have four assists and three turnovers in 36 minutes. So they're probably preparing him to start soon. Tonight they take on the Jazz, and the Heat are favored by seven and a half. The over and under is 228. You know what I tell you about this? The Heat cannot give that many points to anybody. I would take the Jazz plus seven and a half here. You know, I, I'm not a I'm not a financial advisor, you know. But if I was investing, I would be investing in the Jazz plus seven and a half. That's just me. It's just me. Jazz have won their last two games against Orlando and Charlotte on the road, both games, games that Miami loses all the time. So take it as take it however you want. But I would not trust the Heat giving seven and a half to anybody in the NBA. They're not good enough to give anybody seven and a half points. So I would go the opposite way. That's just me. The Panthers, they lose to the Jets 5-4. to four. Bob has 22 saves, but gives up five goals. Kachuk, as always, two goals and an assist. Barkov, two assists. They're all the way off till Thursday, dude. And they take on Montreal. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I normally hate waiting that long for a basketball or a hockey game, but they've been so disappointing. It's hard. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs. It just doesn't look good right now. I mean, it's not like they're totally out of it, but Jesus Christ, man. And then Inter-Miami, a really frustrating game on Saturday. Saturday was not good. Canes lose, My Heat lose, Panthers lose, and then Inter-Miami lost to NYCFC on an own goal, dude. Now, the bright side, like I said earlier, the defense has not given up an offensive score so far this season. That is good. Now, their offense couldn't get it going in this game and couldn't get it done. The Gregory injury, damn. I hope that doesn't hurt the defense too badly. But that's a, that's a, that's a tough one right there. Big O X was nursing a knee and growing most of the season, so, yeah, he was off. I know that, but, you know, just whatever it was, whether it was the growing or grow-ins, because it might have been two of them. Uh, This is just general NFL question by by why are so many teams interested in paying Odell Beckham $20 a year? He has a bag of injuries. I don't know that a lot of teams are ready to pay him $20 a year, Ray. I'm not sure about that. I don't know how many there are, but... If there are uh, a few, they're really stupid to pay Odell. But I, 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 God, I would think it's kind of stupid to do that. You know? What else do we have going on? 
Remember, you can always reach out to us on Twitter. That's at Big O Show. We do have a poll question out. Go to our Twitter page at Big O Show. It says, you know the Miami Dolphins need a badass inside linebacker. What should Chris Greer do to fill that need for fins up? Levanta David, Tremaine Edwards, Bobby Wagner, Phil Need in draft. Right now, Bobby Wagner is winning with 45% of the votes. So if you want to vote, go to our Twitter page at Big O Show and vote. All right, got that going on. Janu Smith has been traded to the Falcons from New England. So the former FIU stud is now a Falcon. He must be so excited about being a Falcon right now. Maybe they'll bring back Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? Any other breaking news? Let me see if we got any breaking news in the NFL. TJ Edwards agrees to a deal with the Bears. Jonathan Jones uh, re-signs with Patriots. Uh, Chris Lindstrom agrees to a five-year extension with the Falcons. The Broncos won't tender Brett Ripien. Seahawks plan to release Shelby Harris. Saints free up cap space by reworking Cam Jordan's contract. Chargers won't tender restricted free agent Donald Parham. So those are some of the notes that have come in in the NFL. Oh, do you think that the bowl cut Ronald McDonald with the Raiders will go all in for Rodgers, or was this a darkness retreat and Rodgers isn't going anywhere? Now, I think Rodgers ends up in New York. I think he ends up with the Jets. He's definitely not going to the Raiders. The Raiders said they weren't going in the Rodgers direction. They're going to go for a lesser quarterback like a Garoppolo. They're not going to spend money on on Rodgers. So they'll try to get a Garoppolo is what they're going to try to get. Polly King says, breaking news. First move of free agency for the Miami Dolphins is bringing back a familiar face. The Dolphins are signing Jesse Davis to a one-year, $2.5 million guaranteed deal. Just want to see the shock on their faces. <laughs> Can you imagine if they brought back Jesse Davis? Yeah, that would be pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous. What else do we have? Oh, do 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 do. Okay. Um, TJ Edwards traded to the Bears. Yes. Big O, not sure if you addressed this uh, past the past few days. I know Tyreek is freakish fast, but the white guy in lane one seemed really slow. Was he a media guy? I have to go back and look at it and see how slow he was. I was just focused on Tyreek winning by so much, so I I apologize. I got to look at that, my brother. I got to notice it, but that sounds funny. Maybe he pulled up lame and, and he got, you know, tweaked something. Who knows? 
Big O, are we booking the Airbnb in Vegas? Fins up. Uh, well, I'm booking one in, in Akron, not Vegas. Why am I going to Vegas? What's Vegas? What, what am I missing? What's in Vegas? Is that, oh, the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. For sure. That's a good idea. I better get an Airbnb in Vegas. Again, I mean, I can get out of it like I did for the Arizona one. But you just gave me an idea. Yes, I got I to gotta lock in an Airbnb uh, shortly in Vegas. Got to get ahead of this just in case. I'm with you there. Okay. Big old Austin Eckler's asking for a trade. Be a guy you'd be interested. No, no, no. Uh, Big O, in case you haven't mentioned it, RIP Bug Grant, great head coach in the CFL and the NFL, and Otis Taylor, great wide receiver for KC. They both passed away today? Didn't know that. Um, It's funny that all the playmakers want to come to Miami to play on the same team with Tua. However, you guys like Austin Eckler wanting to leave Sunshine in L.A., uh, Levanta David wants to play for the Dolphins, doesn't want to leave Florida. Yeah. That's not a bad that's not a bad player to get. Uh, I, I, I'd take Wagner sli- a hair above uh, Levante, Levanta, but if you want to get Levanta David, then I'm good with that too. I got no problem getting either one of those guys. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have released... Calais Campbell. All right. So there you have it. Calais Campbell has been released, former UM star and longtime NFL player. I remember I remember Calais falling in the draft. And uh, then he proved that he was one hell of a player. Oh, Bud Grant the other day. Okay. Uh, we can re-sign Mostert and Wilson for right around what Eckler makes. Yes, probably. I agree. Draft a tight end. Does Gronk have anything left in the tank? <laughs> uh, this might this might be where he you know what what will happen, right? Gronk signs here, and then guess what happens next? Then starts Josina Anderson with, well, Gronk signed here because the Dolphins eventually will sign Tom Brady. And they'll reunite both Tom Brady and Gronk again. They're going to bench Tua Tungavailoa. You know, that's the kind of stuff that Josina Anderson will report. Okay. I, I I can guarantee you that pretty much. What else do we have going on in the world of uh, sports to talk about? Oh, by the way, and I, I maybe I'm, a, I'm 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 I don't think I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think it's more about the results, and I think eventually we're going to see the results this year if. 
if the breaks go their way and they don't get, you know, nailed with all kinds of injuries or terrible calls like, you know, getting Teddy out of the game against the Jets when he really wasn't concussed, those kind of things. I understand that that's probably where the the the, the crux of the problem is. But Chris Greer deserves his his love, man. Chris Greer deserves a lot of credit. He has, I think, kind of turned things around for Miami and given us hope, whereas this is, this is a franchise that never had any hope. And I think that's what's changed, that there is hope. And I know last year, a lot more people would have been on the Chris Greer bandwagon if there was less injuries and guys came through. And I think this is the year where, you know, if you finally get some breaks here, It'll prove that what Chris Greer and Marvin Allen and Reggie McKenzie and these guys in the front office and the scouts, they have built one hell of a team. And I think they're going to do a great. I told you that I was excited about this offseason because they'll bring back who they need and then they're going to add some some sauce to it to make it even better. And I know that once the results come in, then I think ultimately Chris Greer will get his love. You know, I had some people reach out to me and say, oh, man, Chris Greer is a hell of a GM. What a move with Jalen Ramsey and all that. And at the moment, you know, you're kind of a prisoner of the moment. But if you really look at the overall track record of since he's really taken over the last couple of years, not with Adam Gase and and and, and Tannenbaum in the way, he, he wasn't really completely in control. Now the last couple of years, he's been in, completely in control. And I think that the results this year – will then get him the love and the support that he sh he should have from the fan base. And that narrative that's always been out there from for some people, well, the Dolphins have been terrible and he's been a part of it. And that's actually not true whatsoever. While he's been here, nobody was taking his advice. Okay, now what he's doing, and you can tell they're already a better team because of it, because of everything he's doing. They're already a better team. They're better at drafting. They're better at trading. They got the best quarterback they've had since Marino. And they easily have the best offensive mind since the days of Don Shula. It's just a matter of time. But Chris Greer deserves a lot of credit for what he's doing and what he's creating here. The results need to catch up. And hopefully that this is the season where those results catch up and it and it puts him in the kind of light that he deserves to be in. That's my two cents. Okay. Big O, would you agree that if Flo was here, none of these oh God, please. This team wouldn't even look like the way it looks right now. Wouldn't even come close. Eyebrow king of the NFL, Jason Kelsey's coming back for one more season. The one thing Greer has struggled with is drafting O-line. Other than that, he has had a lots of hits on the draft and trades. Well, it depends. Now, let's find out what happens finally with Jackson and Eichenberg. He hit on Hunt. Okay? They found Robert Jones, which helped out this year. You got to admit, Robert Jones helped out. So we'll find out now with the other two guys and see if if he if they can hit on either Eichenberg or 
Jackson, one of the two, then that kind of brings it out a little bit more balanced out. They found Brandon Shell in the middle of the season. And he did a really good job. Okay. Connor Williams has been a good signing and Toronto Armstead lasted most of the season, missed a couple games, but was able to play in the, in the playoff game. So I, I get what you're saying, but it's, you can say that, that the drafting hasn't been good so far. You're right because it's only hunt, but then you make up for it by finding a Robert Jones and you find a Brandon shell that there has to be something there for that. You know what I'm saying? All right. You can miss on Igbenogamy, right? That sucks. But you find Nick Needham and Cater Kohu, right? And maybe even Trill Williams. We'll find out. Trill was showing us something last year. We'll see what he does now when he comes back. But you see what I'm saying? Sometimes you can miss here, but you got to make up for it over there somewhere. And that's that's the way I would look at it. And they kind of have made up for some of that stuff on the offensive line. Drafting has not been great. But then again, you're hitting on all kinds of other picks. So you're going to miss on some, and some of them have been on the offensive line. But you're hitting on a whole bunch of other ones, too. It kind of balances out. We need to send Chris Greer on a little vacation to Hawaii. Hawaii is a great place to vacation. Plus, two is connected so he can help out his guy there. Big O, do you think Miami needs a big body receiver or do we already have it on the roster already? Um, no, I think your big body receiver is going to be your tight end. And I think the, the big body is Cedric, but I think they'll end up trying to trade him for some kind of middling pick. Fourth, fifth, sixth rounder. Something like that. Uh, what do you think uh, the reasoning was in keeping the special teams coach? I have no idea. Maybe they felt that the struggles weren't his fault, that they used his players on defense and offense. So they're, by, by the time they had to play special teams, they were worn out, or the backups that filled in for them weren't good enough, or the fact that he doesn't have a returner. Maybe that's what they think that they didn't give him all the tools they need he needed in order to succeed. So hopefully this year he will have the tools he needs to succeed and they can measure him a little better. There, that's my stab. Not sure if I'm right. Probably wrong, but you know. Uh Josh, they better use Ezukama this year. He can't go two years in a row without doing anything. So I would imagine they're going to use him this year. And he's a big body receiver. And this coaching staff drafted him. So I know the, the front office drafted him, but they, I'm sure they ran it by the coaching staff and the receiver and the coach to make sure that it's the guy they like. So clearly they liked him. Three. Eric should see more time on the field if we get rid of Cedric. Yes. I completely agree with that. So where is Bitcoin right now, huh? That is, that is the question. Where is the Bitcoin right now? It's still over 24,000, up 17%. 24,129. 
it's freaking amazing. If it goes over 25, the feds would have actually strengthened Bitcoin and crypto. That's that's pretty nutty. Uh, let me check one more thing here. Let me see. Okay, make sure. Remember, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. And you can donate a little Bitcoin. You know, we love it. We love a little Bitcoin donation. Uh, let's see. What hurts is that we traded up for Eichenberg and could have stood Pat and gotten Creed Humphrey. Uh, Holt, you know, it's a whole... That kind of stuff is is just loser talk. That's all. They have their center. They got Connor Williams. And they made a whole bunch of other really good picks. And they've gotten players off of street free agency too, undrafted players. So they've made all kind. Every pick can't be great, bro. You know? Can't be great. You hit on Holland and you hit on Fitzpatrick and you hit on Waddle and you hit on Jalen Phillips. I believe you hit on Tua. You know, you you hit on Hunt. You, you, You hit on a whole bunch of other guys. You can't hit on everything, man. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. Overall, they draft better than they ever have. Better than the last last part of the Shula years, to be quite honest. Better than Jimmy Johnson, better than every other general manager you've had here. You have to go back to the 70s to find better drafting than what they're doing now. So to complain at this point is ridiculous. This is the most complete team you've had in decades. You may have had a better offense. At one point, you may have had a better defense. But team balance, offense, and defense, it's not even close. So stop with all this shit. We could have had this. We could have that. You're way ahead of the game right now. You're hitting on people constantly now. You're finding you're, – you're, you're making trades that are just thievery at times. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. Oh, we could have had this, we could have had that. Yeah, no, let's just hit on every pick because every other team in the NFL hits on all their picks. Just gets to a point. It's like, it's like the, it's like the dumbass yesterday that told me, well, you know, oh, we need another quarterback because if Tua gets hurt, then it's all over. It's all over 99% of the time whenever your, your starting quarterback goes down. Once in a blue moon, Jeff Hostetler comes off the bench. Tom Brady comes off the bench. You know, once in a blue moon, your Nick Foles keeps it, you know, gets lucky because Nick Foles ain't shit. Nick Foles just got hot. And he never he never justified into being a good quarterback. Trent Dilfer made enough throws, never justified to be a good quarterback. You know what I mean? Just gets to the point sometimes where you know, sometimes it's just ridiculous. And they've done this. This is the best front office 
you have ever had since the 70s. Are we clear on that? Are we crystal clear on that? Okay? This smokes anything that Shula did in the 80s and the 90s. This beats and crushes anything Jimmy Johnson did. Okay? Jimmy could only draft defense. He didn't do jack shit anywhere else. He was terrible on offense. Absolutely. He was a joke on offense. He was embarrassing and pathetic on offense. And I don't even want to get into everybody else. So trust me on this. You got the best front office you've had since the 70s. You have the most complete team you've had since the 70s. Marino wishes he had this team. Okay? Marino. Uh, Big O, do you think Raekwon Davis fits our system? Bro, forget about fit. Can Raekwon Davis be consistent? Raekwon Davis has not lived up to his draft grade. Got all the talent in the world, and all the guy could ever do is flash every once in a while. He does not ball out like Sealer, like Wilkins. He just does not. Jalen Phillips played his ass off last year. He was awesome. Jalen Phillips will have, mark my words, 10-plus sacks this year. But Raekwon, we're coming up to the contract year. Guess what's going to happen? I've seen it a hundred times. He needs a contract. He's going to play like a madman this year. And then you're going to go at the end of the year. Do we trust him? Because he was really inconsistent, flashed every once in a while, but never really was any kind of consistent player. Now this year he developed consistency because he needs a contract. Do we give it to him? That's the bitch of what's going to go on with Raekwon Davis this year if he balls out. But he'll be motivated because he's he needs a deal. Uh, big old people think Earl Morrill grows. Well, Earl Morrill was a stud starter in the NFL. And then Shula got him as a back. As I've said many times, until, until Tua, until Tua, I've said this many times over. Listen to me now. Don Shula's backups are better than all of the starters you've had since Marino. Are you listening to me here? Earl Morrill and Don Strock are better than all of your starters after Marino till we got to Tua. How do you like them apples? That's how screwed up it was back in the day. And that's how screwed up it is now. That Shula's backup quarterbacks are better than all the starters we've seen here since Marino, except for Tua. Tua's better than those guys, but that's bad, dude. That's bad. Uh, Davis is missing high compression ratio piston in his big block running on four cylinders with a V8. He is on eco mode. 
Um, whatever it is, it, he better get off of it. He better be a maniac mode. Scott Seacules. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Jaworski. No, we didn't have a, a, a Polish rifle in his prime in our day. And by the way, that was that was in Shula's time. DeBerg and and even those backups, I could argue. God. Even those backups, we could argue, are better than some of the guys we've had. Most of the guys we've had here since. Raekwon is one big man, but who is the biggest player you have ever seen with the Finns? I mean, Daryl Gardner. The problem with Daryl Gardner was he wasn't the thick guy. But Jesus Christ, he was tall and he was built, but like size. Um, oh, what's the name of this mean dude? Offensive lineman. God, he was a big effer. He was so big, the numbers on his chest looked tiny. Like those numbers on those jerseys that look nice and big on you and me, they looked like really small. It was, they brought him over, I believe, from Tennessee. I, uh, he liked wrestling. And Jimmy Johnson brought him over. I'm brain farting right now. I, I'm seeing his face. Um, no, no, no. Bigger. He was bigger than Steve Eppman. Bigger than Steve Eppman. Um, Kevin Donnelly, you son of a bitch. Perfect you. Thank you. Kevin Donnelly. Holy shit. That guy was big. He was so big, the letters looked tiny on his chest, bro. Super tiny. Like, I thought it was, it was like, okay, no, he's wearing a smaller shirt, right? He's scratch. No, 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 no. This guy's a mammoth human being. Kevin Donnelly. That's the dude. Kevin Donnelly. Jesus Christ, that man was big. Wow. Like, wide. Super wide. Yeah. Kevin Donnelly. Let me see. Let me see if there's any pictures of Kevin Donnelly in a Dolphins uniform. He would practice, and I, I would laugh because... It was just one of those things. Well, it's not coming up. I wonder if I'm spelling Donnelly right. Here's one. I don't know if the picture does him justice. Let me see. can only show you one right now that they have it's like ebay or something it's an eight by ten unsigned for five dollars god you know how much shit i have that i can sell that's this kind of crap um media credentials media books here's one picture of them 
And, you know, it's it, again, it doesn't do it justice overall. But I'm telling you, that was a big son of a bitch. Jesus Christ, he was huge. He was not a guy that I would mess with. That's all I can tell you. I mean, I'm not going to mess with most football players, but Kevin Donnelly could just literally crush your ass. You know, Keith Trailer was big. He was big. But the, the, Keith Trailer's story is the most amazing story in the history of mankind. The dude came into the league as a safety. A safety. A big-ass safety who then, you know, Dinky Doggy grew and grew, and he's no longer Dinky Doggy anymore. And, you know, he kept eating, and uh, we got to make a linebacker. And then he kept eating, and we got to make a defensive end. And then he kept eating, and we made a defensive tackle. <laughs> like, holy shit. And he was good at all of it. When he was a safety, he was awesome. When he was a linebacker, he was fantastic. When he was a defensive end, he was a badass. When he was a tackle, he's a badass. I mean, Keith Trailer was special, dude. Special. Okay. That's the that's a story. You start at safety, you end at defensive tackle. My God. Anyway. Uh Marino looks like his son is in that pick. Yeah. Uh, you could take Waddle, uh, if you could catch him. I don't know what that means. Miami knows they have their QB and by knowing that they can now go after these big time players and pay very smart and Jalen Ramsey must believe in Tua. You know, that's the other thing, right? Miami is all in right now, and if uh, Davis had a great year, that would be wonderful for us. That is huge. Plus, for this defense, even if he's playing for a big contract, Davis, Jackson, Eichenberg, forget about, you know, Igmanogamy. But those three guys, let's hope that one or two of them come through. If they do, then it just makes it even better, all the drafting that you've done. It's like... Donnelly looked at a menu and said, okay. <laughs> uh, you just said you wouldn't mess with most players, Big O. That is what it, that is what it means. Yes, I, I wouldn't mess with most. Yeah. Uh, oh, I say that if we still, if we trade X, even if he has a good year, because Kohu's the future and we can trade X, well, he needs to have a good year, Hunter. So, yes, as long as he has a good year, you can either keep him or decide to move him. Yes, sir, you could. Yes. No, Jesse Davis is not back with the Dolphins, right? That that was a joke from somebody. Okay, relax. Take it easy, okay? The Packers have been waiting. Uh, they've agreed to terms with all-pro returner uh, Keelan Nixon. On a one-year deal, max value of $6 million. Uh, the Broncos are giving guard Ken Powers a four-year $52 million deal. Okay. 
So deals are starting to come in now, ladies and gentlemen.